to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Buckle up, speed racers. Libra season's coming. <laughs> I'm scared. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> crash. Oh, but not like, not like that DUI crash. Oh, no. Our Bador. <laughs> Shannon Bador Nation is in distress, as someone tweeted this weekend. Yeah. Um, We're not going to put her in poppy or poopy, but guys, in 2023, we don't need to be drinking and driving. There's Uber. There's chauffeurs. She put Archie in danger. But you know I what? I love her, but that was out of the question. But uh, we'll get into it because, you we'll- know, let me, let me, okay, let me, I'll, I'll, get your, I'll get start with, thoughts out now. Like, I'll start with my poopy. My poopy is to John Jansen, John motherfucking Jansen. He has ruined our Shannon Bador. He is the real villain of Real House Men. We all think it's Louis, but no, 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 it's not Louis. Louis just looks crazy. Louis looks crazy, but he is, villain. he is not a villain. The real but, villain is actually John Fuda. Like those receipts keep popping up in Twitter. Ooh, yikes. So y'all better go look for that. I'm not, updated on the Fuda. I'm not updated Fuda on the Fuda. I'm not updated on the Fuda, but John Jansen screams toxic. Yeah. And how do you let, obviously y'all get in a tizzy. You know that she's fucking wasted and you let her drive, even if it's down the block. And this bitch literally crashed into the car, uh, crashed into the house like it was fast and furious. She clipped it. Because how was, like, she went came around the corner. Wait, she needed to go straight. Your house and you hear that. That's terrifying. Like, wrong mm-hmm. yes wrong on so many levels and i just feel like john jansen has contributed contributed negatively and toxically that's not even a word to shannon's life and i, I hope that when she goes to rehab because apparently she's going to rehab which everyone says after they get a dui what a, every celebrity um and when they do something bad and, and it involves it's drugs a long and time coming for her she i mean it definitely is she has been using alcohol to cope like i wouldn't label her as anything but she drinks and the behaviors that are like repeated when she drinks are worrisome like i think for real even the people who didn't like her on her show like really meant it when they're like you can't be drinking heavenly heavily calling people at night and then forgetting what you talked about and then getting mad like you know what i mean like you can't be doing all of that like that's not healthy yeah it's very reminiscent of luann like we don't classify luann as a era. Yeah, she's she's going through it. Our poor you Shannon. Have to, you have to reevaluate your relationship with alcohol at that point because oh. clearly you're not drinking to have fun or like for a celebration or like you're using it as to cope as a coping me- me- mechanism. Yeah. Um, so we're also, not her, but we also hate John. The fact that Tamara was like, I literally talked to her yesterday, and she just said she was going through a hard time, but didn't say what it was. Like she's like, she got a DUI. Like what the fuck. I Ruby if I called you and we like normally have chats and I'm like so how's your day going like and we talk on the phone weekly and you're like oh you know it's just been a rough day you know and then I find out that you got a DUI bitch I would be furious like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's not a just like you know a normal Ruby action I've literally told you about like 
medical issues on my labia. Like, how would I not tell you like, Hey, I might get arrested. You may see it on the news. Heads up. Like, bitch. I mean, I give you like a play by play when I'm mad at somebody at work, let alone like I wouldn't just be like, oh, by the way, by the way, I got a DUI yes or two days ago, but no big deal. Also, like why they have like a show friendship to me and not a real friendship. Like I know they keep saying they're like sisters, but it's like, no, you're not because it just like, it doesn't just come and go. You know what I mean? And that's okay. But y'all aren't real friends. That's, that's the truth. I think Tamara and Vicky are real friends. I think at some point Shannon and Vicky were real friends, but I think after like the first time Tamara like told the David T to Heather, like she and Shannon have not been real friends since then. Eddie hates it whenever like Shannon is brought up. It makes me laugh so hard. He's like, not her again. Not us having to like her on TV. He get like he truly gets PTSD. I'm literally that. over her having malfunctions. Oh, I thought you were doing like face yoga. And I'm like, wow, India, remember when we talked about being present on the recording? No. <laughs> You're taking your moment to stretch your fucking jaw. Was I stretching? Did it look like I was stretching my jaw? Yeah, you were like. Oh, no, I was literally like in awe because the mic was about to just like fall straight on the floor. And that would have been oh. like the loudest noise. I was listening fully to you. Oh, um, I think you were doing facial yoga. I was like bitch really no i'm not only here doing my nails guys or, or washing <laughs> my face um what was i gonna say no but i totally agree and then i also am like there are those friends that literally could be going through the worst shit and they won't mention it until like three months after it's like oh yeah um so i got a D- dui and you know i had to go to rehab and it's like wait what the fuck like I thought we, I have uh, friends like that, that are super like, they just hold everything in and it's not because they don't trust me with the information. It's literally because they just, that's their natural personality. I'm always like, what the fuck? Like, I think like my, like myself, I think that I hold like most things in, like deep things. I hold the serious things in for like 98% of people. But if you are like somebody I consider one of my closest friends, I like I have to get out the thought with someone that I feel safe with so I think of it like that like there's probably like five to ten probably like five or six people outside of my parents that and my sister that I would like I'm like hey I just want you to know this or like what I'll do too is like sometimes be like I'm okay but I just need you to know this is happening just like you know in the context of like Like today (laughs) no or was was that yesterday that was yesterday and that was stupid but (laughs) <laughs> no I mean you're like, like I literally just have to let this out it was just yeah. a well, that's very small like example focusing at work like I was just like I'm so annoyed and I have to say it so that I just like get the thought out you know because like when you're <laughs> especially if you're working from home you can't just like turn to somebody and be like ugh. so like, yeah. you have to like, tell someone but I love working from home Ruby but but um what's it called like when I like went to go help take care of my grandmother um unexpectedly like I told like only the people who had to know. And then I told other people afterward because it's like, you're in kind of survivalist mode when an emergency happens. And yeah. I just need people to know that I'm okay. But like, this is where I'm at. And like, also I think it's really important. And we've talked about this before. Like when I was sick too, is like just articulating to the people who are like the closest to you. Like, Hey, I just need you to know I'm going through this. 
and like being open about needing support and so like again Shannon um not telling Tamara to me is a sign like Shannon probably told like people who are her best friends not on the show yeah most likely and not um I just like feel for like this is no shade to her as a mom or anything like that but like I really do feel for her daughters with like all the stuff they've dealt with both David and Shannon you know what I mean like that's a lot of things to take on at such a young age in terms of what their parents are dealing with because you know I think all kids feel like oh what if I could have done something to right them? you know what I mean I feel like that's another like, thing they job. like they raised really good kids but yeah you know I just always feel for them in these kind of situations yeah I I compare them like emotional um like the family emotional stability to like Teresa, like the Jude, the, the yes. four daughters, daughters, because they dealt like, even though they didn't deal with like their parents going to jail, they dealt with their parents, like literally being unhappy and miserable with each other and going through like a tumultuous divorce and like yeah. reality TV, all of that. Um, whereas like, I feel like Teresa and Joe, like kind of kept their marriage, like shit, like under wraps and like the bigger things were obviously like the legal like matters the crimes the crimes (laughs) the villainy i can't um but yeah best wishes to our girl we're still shannon bedore girlies but you know the the gina ites are probably living right now i hope the the gina ites (laughs) i was like who knows what her little fans are called the genies the gene rats (laughs) I tried to give her a cute name and you're like the jean rats, <laughs> the yoga pants, the casitas out there, <laughs> the casitanators. Um, <laughs> they um, are probably living, but what I hope happens, which will just upset them more is that like they, so this happened after they've already filmed the reunion. And I don't remember if I said it last week that when I was watching the Trace Amigas on the Watch What Happens Live, like, I just noticed that Shannon had, like, like really weird body language. Mm-hmm. Or, actually, I think we recorded before I watched Watch What Happens Live because it comes, I see it on Thursday. But, but her body language was just super off, like, away from Tamara. And so I was like, and you saw probably how, like, at the reunion, you know how, like, they'll take pictures when they're at mm-hmm. dinner. Tamara went to dinner with Heather and Shannon was at dinner by herself with her glam squad. And so I feel like Tamara turned on Shannon during the reunion is my suspicion. Mm. And there was a appearance if you watch like Shannon's whole like lower body is away from Tamara. She's like not really looking at Tamara and only like smiling and giggling when they're doing like a three girl thing or if it's for Vicky. But it's very noticeable that Shannon just like was not fucking with Tamara. And then this weekend happened with the accident. Um, so what I think is like, I hope since it already, the reunion already happened that like Andy Cohen does like a special one-on-one sit down with Shannon, either at the beginning before the reunion or after the reunion, you know, like within the three parts, but kind of right. how they did sit down with like Ariana, Tom and Rachel. Like, I hope we get a Shannon sit down. And it will just further cement Shannon in the canon of the Mount Rushmore of Housewives. Like, I mean, she's a gem for sure. And, well, the like the woman has lasted for like eight or nine seasons consecutively, no breaks on 
um orange county housewives yeah like she puts everything out there everything good bad ugly uglier worst terrible and casita hates it and casita is just like i'm getting a real estate license which again no shade to you it's a wonderful profession but just like okay who doesn't on this tv series you know like yeah in, that they don't really california. use and who doesn't in southern california like yeah. she doesn't have any other skills to learn i guess i don't I know i mean it's a hard task you gotta focus and i don't think she can focus on that and do reality tv like and she has a podcast i mean children and children like that's just a lot to yeah. juggle i mean i, feel I like it, juggle that as well like but. veering in melissa gorga territory of like here's my made-up story so that i can stay on the show while just being mad at shannon oh yeah i went down like a not a rabbit hole but i was on tiktok and i stumbled across like a Melissa yeah, Gorga. definition of a rabbit hole i know i sent you the tiktoks too but um the melissa gorga like andy like um tiff like when she was on watch what happens live and andy's like i mean i don't feel like i'm get- gonna get anything more out of you guys like i feel like this is the end of the road and joe is like no it's not like aka we'll figure I, it out we need this bravo check like there's more to there's more to share and andy's like mm, i don't know andrew he has lost his faith in the gorgas thank god get him out i, I mean that was so long ago i'm definitely not watching next season of new jersey the fact that it's the exact same cast no way I'll I, unless there is like there's gotta are they still filming because there's gotta be redemption like there's gotta be like a forgiveness arc between Melissa and Teresa. Cause if not, it's just not going to work. Like there's not going to be an, another season with those two. If they don't they're, work it out. They're going to do, remember how I watched all of the reunions before this season or something. Yeah. Um, And then I made the mistake of watching this, but also like they do this thing that works out for them where like they air New Jersey in the winter when literally I have nothing else to watch. And so it's like, yeah, I can do 40 minutes of this bullshit but I won't be fooled again. Um, But like there was one season where they did pretend to be friends. I think it was when they had either the twins on or the first season of like Dolores and um, Soggy. Uh, It was was a season that she was that when she first started dating Louie. Whatever it was, it was so because it was after they like kind of tried to like grab each other's hands during a moment. And you could tell that like, Melissa didn't get what they were supposed to do. And Teresa's like, come on, act with me. And I was like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. Yeah, it was definitely that, like the Louis, beginning of Louis, like era, like, because wait, think, they fucking hated when, Joe Judice. I think it's when Joe went to camp or was deported or something. It was when he was in the Bahamas. It was after, yeah. And they and announced after the reunion. And so, like, Teresa was just single that season. And then at yeah. the reunion, we found out she had begun dating Louis. Yeah, yeah. It was that season. And then the season after, they were like friendly to, like, still friendly. Yeah, they were kind of getting on. And like going on double dates and stuff. And then the next season, it was like, we hate yeah. this one too. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know why. I know it's wrong, but I stand Teresa and Louis. Like, let them be in their love bubble. I mean, at some point, you just gotta let people live their life, bro. Like, doesn't matter, like, if you like it or not. Like, and also, they don't care about her. So why do you care about who she's with? Like, they don't actually care about her. They don't care about their nieces. Like, shut up. Let her do what she wants. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be watching Southern Charm this season. Talk about messy. Did you watch the premiere? Yes. 
I did. Of course I did. Bitch. Of course I Obviously, did. Obviously, you know, Madison is still my number one. Yes. I love that. I love that she's trying to like rebrand. She's like, I'm going to be Martha Stewart. And she's like, I know y'all are laughing at me. I was like, my girl, I'm going to be in Charleston for work too. So I have to find places to eat dinner. Oh yeah. That'll be fun. Maybe you're running, maybe go to, um, like oh, one of Leva's yeah, restaurants. Go to the Mexican Asian fusion one. Yeah. And like bubbles and whatever. Bubble, let bubble, do, troll and trouble. Let me do the fusion one on the last night in case I get sick. Yes. <laughs> so I can make it to the con- Well, I'm not trying to fuck with her. I'm not like fucking with her prop. But you know how sometimes when you're mixing some stuff together, it's not right. Why don't you just look on Yelp and like see people's reviews before okay. you like make any decisions <laughs> about that? Okay, research. Come on. <laughs> I love a Yelp. Um, um but that. yeah, I'm excited. I Olivia's my favorite. I like Olivia now because I watched only a couple episodes last season and I was like, you're annoying because, you know, it was all like moving back with the parents and like getting in a fight with Vanita about something to, like I was just and then dating Austin. But I really like Olivia this season and I'm really going to like her when she turns on that little Taylor girl because I don't like Taylor. Oh, my God. When Taylor came for Paige and Paige like posted that, like, don't come for me because I'm crazy post. I was like. Oh, that's why would you even? Yeah. I'm like, why would you even try? Like, where's the evidence of this? Like, you're literally just spewing shit out of your ass because like Craig did not like I am. I'm sorry, but like that page doesn't have energy to cheat because that bitch probably doesn't even want to have sex with him that much. Like she's always tired. She yeah, I relate to her. Sleepiness is part of my personality. Like one is enough. Yeah. I don't need two dicks um but the fact that like she said that I was like mm, okay like I, I'm I I, you're so losing me and but- she, the fact she just feels like Craig owes her so much and it's like Craig was friends with this dipshit Shep way before you like why I hate when women and I've been guilty of this but when women like give too much like they they think that like the their the bro of their man who cheats on them right. like owes them sh- owes them something like Austin is a rare like person who is like I'm in the middle like I care well, about your well being Austin did it for other reasons for sure and I want to get in your panties yeah. but normal men are not Austin like like of. that and I mean I even vented to you before about like that you know what I mean like and being upset well, and then I, I had to check myself like wait that man doesn't owe me anything like. We've discussed this thematically before, like a concept people don't get is that, hold on. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Because for a second, my computer did some fucking witchcraft and was saying that my AirPods were doing something. (laughs) Um, The thing we've discussed thematically is like your friend's partners and your partner's friends aren't guaranteed to be your friends if you ever broke up like again um if I'm dating a guy whoever his friends are when I break up don't owe me anything and if I like the same way that if my friend and her boyfriend break up or she gets divorced that person in their life isn't staying my friend unless we were friends beforehand right or develop like a real real friendship and And it'd have to be really deep because even like I have a friend who was with her partner for like five or six years. And I became like, I had my own friendship with her partner, but when they broke up, 
she and I like, cause it was girl to girl, like her partner and I, like we didn't quote stop being friends, but we couldn't, you don't talk the same way. And she didn't expect me to either. You know what I mean? And, and that's unfortunately like the sad truth. You know what I mean? Like I, I like don't necessarily owe her anything outside of like being respectful, being friend, you know, like if you're in the, like basically what Craig was doing, like we're in the same space. Hey, I'm saying hi to you. Hey, how are you doing? But like, I'm not, even if it was like, even if it was Shep and it was like, Shep's my friend and Taylor's his girlfriend, like, yeah, he's a shitty person. Like you said, I've known he's shitty for the 10 years I've been friends with him, but that's my friend. And unfortunately, like in the pecking order, my friend goes above the person that he dated for what, two years at most. Like, yeah. It also yeah. Was not that. And also the the whole concept of her being however old she was when they started dating and she really thought she was changing him. Babe. I mean, we've all tried babe. to change a man, please. Um, and that's just like the risk that you take when you decide to like be friends with like your boyfriend's friends or even it, their it, girlfriends. Because mm-hmm. if that man cheats on you and that girl knows, but she doesn't come back to you with it, you can't even be mad because it's like, that would cause drama in their relationship. Like that's Correct. like, that's not her place. That. That's and not her place. Again, it's if you met through each other's partners who are friends, again, you are not the same kind. Even if you develop a friendship, there's a ranking. Like there's always a ranking. You yeah, know what for I mean? sure. If there's a divorce, if there's a breakup, if there's like a murder, there's a ranking. Oh, and I so- mean- for sure. And I feel like some women don't know this, you know, anonymously, a friend of mine who, you know, um, like (laughs) their boyfriend cheated on them, but they found out because their boyfriend's friend wife told her about it. And it's, that's, that's breaking so many boundaries. Like, and even though like, it's like, yes, thank you for sharing this with me. Like you're, you're inserting yourself in a situation that is then just going to cause like extra drama between those two people and now like she's looking at you like damn like you know correct you're always a villain yes can't win no you can't interject and stuff like that um and because yeah there's like different codes of silence there's like different loyalties and you just have to like know that like when you form those friendships in relationships is like if they are formed via other people especially other people who have a lot longer history. Like mm-hmm. I think that's why like, and we know by no means am I like a blinded page Dan, but like I respect that Paige does not like really engage with those women a lot because she's like, they're not only not my friends, but they're actually not really Craig's friends. They are right. one coworkers. And secondly, like they might be Shep's girlfriend or Austin's girlfriend, but she knows like, that's just kind of temporary stuff. Like she, she just like knows how to balance like a healthy distance, which I think yeah. is appropriate is like, Hey, I can be friendly with you. And like when I'm around or like at a party or whatever, like I can socialize with you, but like, I'm not like, if you're not somebody that my boyfriend's friends are, cause she know like, she knows better than to think like, Oh, some chick is going to change somebody like Chuck, like, He's not changing. And also, I just think that's like such a an idiotic thing, respectfully, like in any, like starting any relationship is like, if you don't accept the person as they are when you're meeting them, you're going to be rife with disappointment for the oh, whole facts. Facts. Because it's not like about 
changing someone. It's like, I like them as they are. And like you grow through different spaces together, but it's not because you did something to modify who they are inherently Facts. because you are always going to be themselves. Oh yes. Preach. Like, it's, Preach it's my so, sister. I, I can't, it's like one of my biggest pet peeves since always is just like, don't do that to yourself. Cause you're just disappointing yourself. And then on top of that, she wants sympathy from all these people who, like you said, have known this man for minimum 10 years now if not longer it's just very childish thinking and maybe she just hasn't been burned enough because I feel like that's a very natural thing yeah and it's a very very natural thing in a bubble like a princess bubble of like no one's ever like really told me no or like told me I wasn't the best at something before like you know very like special participation metal energy but I think it's just like a natural thing when you want to belong when you want to fit in like when you want to get along with everybody you think that like oh my boyfriend's friends are my friends like I hang out with I can hang out with them separately from you like we can all and it's like do that with like and tread lightly because just as easily as you were like wanting to fit in when in if you guys break up and they separate don't get your feelings hurt because it's not personal it's just, like you said, a pecking order. And I feel like that's a natural thing that people normally learn earlier, like in high school or like in their early uh, 20s, yeah. like that, you know, like, and you move differently after like you've been burned or you feel like you've been quote unquote burned in that situation. But I don't, maybe this is her first rodeo. So I could see this being her first rodeo, which is unfortunate for her. But like, I just, sometimes I just wish that people to like, I hate when someone's like, I have to experience it for myself to know a lesson. I've, I happily learn from other people's mistakes and I'm happy to like witness something and go, nope, like we're good. Like I don't, I don't need to touch the stove to find out it's hot. I mean, you don't have to smoke crack to know it's addicting. (laughs) Well, too close. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I've been watching flavor of love a lot. (laughs) You're fine. but, But that's what I'm saying is like, I try I try to hold a little bit of, like, I was, I think I've said this plenty, so I apologize if I'm, like, repeating my stories, because I have mental, not mental issues, memory issues. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just talking to Danny. Which is nothing wrong with mental issues. We all have them. That's why I was like, that's she why does I does like, have a few, but. I'm just saying I have memory troubles, for real. Um, But, like, I was talking to Danny Amber about this. Like, I grew up only around adults. So I learned a lot about adults at an early age, but maybe not necessarily about like how to interact with other children or like what were like normal behaviors and reactions to things from kids. So I try to hold space like when I was in high school and college for people who weren't there yet mentally, because they probably weren't exposed to the same things I was at such a young age. Right. Once you hit 25, if you don't know about this life, then I can't help you. And especially if you have a three in front of your age or higher, I can't, I have no empathy. Like the internet's been around too long. There's too much content out there. There's too many books. Like if you don't know some shit about life, that's on you after the age of 25, I can't help you. And that Amadala was it not, not Amadala, but the frontal lobe. Oh, uh, prefrontal cortex. Yeah. Develops by age 25. So that's a judgment thing. That means like you're no longer meant to be as impulsive or as irrational or as hormonal as typically. But also like, if you just don't know things, like if you haven't been exposed to enough things by the time you're like 
late twenties, I'm not, I don't feel bad for you because that's like, you've made enough life choices to remain in the bubble you're in. Or you've just made the decision to not educate yourself Correct. on exactly. these matters. And, and yeah. so therefore, once you're past that age, I, that's why like, I don't feel bad for like Rachel from Vanderpump Rules. I'm like, bitch, you had chances and you declined. I mean, there's still like a few things that like, I feel like you have to like experience, like, like in Rachel's case, like, I will say that like gaslighting men and like abuse, emotionally abusive men, like they can really come in forms of very, like very, not I almost said evil, like come in forms that aren't necessarily things that like you have seen in a relationship. Like they take other forms that you need to like, obviously learn from and there are still lessons to learn, but you know, and this coming from me being a, 27 year old like in the worst relationship of my <laughs> when I was 27 you know like right. I was in the worst but relationship like, of my life but she already had been and I didn't see it coming games and got out and then she just True. same thing so yeah, yeah. She did, and again she did it on her best friend so or her perceived best friend or oh her, yeah I mean that's that's a whole nother she, thing she did it sure. on someone who took really good care of her however she took care of her like this just like slapped her in the face stuff. her and Gina so yeah so she yeah yeah, I don't there's no excuse for that absolutely none but I am into southern charm I'm excited for how messy it's gonna get um I was a week at Austin perceiving this um husband at Brett like how he was just like I don't understand what he has that I don't have I was like Austin look at him look at him and look at you look at him and then look at you I would say sometimes though when I see Brett I'm like ooh, hot and sometimes when I see him I'm like oh you know, plain gringo. You know what I mean? Like people look like that. You know he looks I mean? like Prince Charming, like from Cinderella, whereas Austin looks like the the wood man from Frozen. What's his name? Oh my god. Olaf? No, that, that was no. Yes. You're talking Christoph. about like the guy that on Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. He looks like Crystal. Yeah. Cause like I think that there is something sometimes appealing about Austin too physically and then sometimes I say I'm like uh-uh I mean you know he's gotta have some type of like that's... charm and swag to be also like most as he does I feel like that's also men though you know what I mean like unless you're like Andrea from uh I was gonna say Southern Charm Summer House like Andrea's unacceptably hot like that's uncomfortable I can't stand in the same room as you but I feel like most men that I'm attracted to sometimes I'm like oh you look really hot and sometimes I'm like okay you look like a person you know what I mean like I think because they don't get to wear makeup. You pretty know? men are not the way to go. A, they have no swag normally. Like they are swagless right. because they never had to they like privilege. have swag. They never had to have character. Character. They just have privilege of being gorgeous. Yeah. Um, normally, like they just, um, they look in the mirror more. Like I don't need someone who looks in the mirror as, as much as I do. I don't need someone who's in there trimming their eye, like plucking their eyebrows when I need the light, like, no. And they take selfies and really weird pictures on Instagram. And then more importantly, it's like they, if they're so into like grooming and superficial stuff, they're going to be uber judgmental of like anything you do with like your appearance and your body and things like that. And like women don't need men, like women don't need men, period. Women don't need men doing anything, period. But especially um, criticizing your appearance on like the most granular levels. Yeah, I just, but I agree with you on the Austin thing. Like I've said that the whole time is like, I think he has 
he has to have like initially like some wit, some charm, like a good sense of humor and a good sense about him. Like when he meets people. And I think it's one of those things where it's like a bait and switch. We're like, and trust if you're a victim of whatever you said earlier, you're a victim of, I'm always a victim of the guy that seems really fun at first and then has breakdowns days into knowing him. Like, oh God. One upset. And they're like, why? And I'm like, what? You were so fun. Like maybe eight days ago. What is going on? Yeah. Whereas I've been with men who are just like angry or, well, they, or nothing. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It's like they come out all of a sudden as like angry or devastated or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I thought you were fun. This is not okay. Oh, yeah. So I guess now that we've gotten our little intros out, we're going to take a break and then we're going to do our poppy and poopy of the week and then talk housewives. Let's do it. It's poppy and poopy time. And I taught India a term this week that I'm going to use again because it applies to my poppy and poopy. Oh, God. You did not teach me this fucking term. Oh, well, you actually, you had never, you were like, oh my God, scientists. Well, because it's a very scientific term. But it's also a term because you know That it. no one really uses in real life minus scientists and you. Listen. Ruby. Okay, say the term because. Life. Okay. First, first of all, I'm a scientist of life. Okay. <laughs> okay, scientist of life. Pop quiz. <laughs> this is a pop quiz. What term did I remind you of this week recency bias define recency bias india okay it is when like something recent has happened and therefore has changed your opinion or like has developed your opinion because of that recent event yes oh my god i'm so proud (laughs) (laughs) it's like i know you went to usc or some other smart ass school but yes um Alma mater is William Mary class of 2012, and then immediately University of Southern California class of 2014. Boom, boom. She's a G. That's all I can say. Um, excellent. Anyway. Anyways, fight um, <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>, on. <laughs> Go tribe. <laughs> okay, now that I've done all of my paid advertising <laughs> flop. Uh, oh, so yeah, recency bias is as I need to find it, and is just like when somebody's like what's your favorite color and it's like you just saw like a cute pink like maybe your favorite but you just saw something pink recently so you're like oh it's pink and so it's just like whatever is the most like recent thing like sometimes or something that recently happened to you biases your opinion or your answer to something so if y'all are wondering if i'm insulted yes (laughs) bruh I'm not trying to insult you. I'm just trying to explain how I came to my decision. <laughs> I'm just adding content. If y'all are wondering if Ruby thinks that I'm an idiot, yes. <laughs> I sure don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't do this fucking podcast. I would True. Be like, I'd be like, um, India, thank you so much. But I think it's just we're better off if we just keep texting secretly. Um, and She'd I don't be literally be talking about me the way she talks about um, someone that I will not mention on this year podcast. She's like that fucking loser. She's such an idiot. Anytime I look, I said recency bias to her and she looked at me like, like I said, like some Latin word. She's such a fucking idiot. Oh my God. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't think you're an idiot or else I wouldn't engage with you by choice. Like, especially weekly for the past two years, I'd literally tell you to not, I wouldn't tell you to fuck off because I have manners, but I'd be like, um, that's a really cute idea, but no, thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> fuck off. What a Hope fucking idiot. Well. <laughs> Hope you're well. I was just saying, like, I'm just trying to explain to someone listening who may not know what we're talking about, like, the path. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A sentence, you know, like, spelling B energy. Anyways. Now that I've had to reaffirm India that I don't think she's an idiot, which is wild because I've only been her friend for like maybe it's a Libra thing because John will literally tell me like when my paragraph is like I misspell a word or like I miss a comma. He's like, well, I won, you know, I won the spelling bee in the second grade. I'm like, good for you. Fuck off, okay. Oh my god, Johnny that's why we friends. Respectfully, fuck off. I got sidebar, (laughs) sidebar, tangent, story time. Uh, In second grade, I got third place. This is a two-parter because I was not taught the I before E except after C rule. And of course I was spelling receive. So rigged, first of all, they didn't want me to win. And then in third grade, I got first place and I still have the trophy in a storage box. 1999, baby. Until it's Boom, boom. I'm literally cueing the Vicky snore. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I think you should support me. Anyways. I support inner child Ruby Shore. Now that that we know India's not an idiot. Now that we know that Ruby is a spelling bee champion, you know. Almost 20 years ago. No, over 20 years ago. Math is hard. If you want to talk about idiots, me and simple math. 24 years ago, wasn't spelling bee. Oh, I'm great at simple math. Hate it. Could murder somebody over it. Um, Poppy and Poopy. So recency bias. I just watched Salt Lake. So it's all about Salt Lake in my brain right now. Poppy of the week. Meredith motherfucking Marks. Because she is engaged. She is activated. She is taking it to another level. None of it makes sense. And I love it. Wow. My poopy is India's fave, Lisa Barlinator, because I just, I can't get over the fact that she's still talking about that damn ring and that she's like upset that she's wearing a silly outfit to a restaurant. And then now she's going to be upset about not having her glam done next week. So those are really like it. Like it's not that deep. Um, the I, mean, definition I feel like the bias was deeper than my poppy and poopy explanations. Yeah, and I feel like Lisa, like it's not on the surface deep, but the bitch lost a fifty-eight thousand dollar ring. I would literally want to go home. I'd be like, I'm miserable now. Like I lost my ring. I need to figure this out. Like I just want to go home now. I don't even want to be here. But I don't see, have to work. You have, be here. you have the perspective, which is like the thing that she lacks. Is like she does not have. And it's not even self-awareness. She just doesn't give a fuck about other people. Like she's never given a fuck about other people, like except Meredith season one, maybe. And so like, it's not like- Do you know that she gave a fuck about Jen? Because Jen used to run all over her and like talk so badly. I don't think she actually cared about Jen is what I'm saying. Like she's never had a care of like caring about what someone else is going through. Like she doesn't have- Monica said they met because that bitch was running errands the same way that Monica was running an errand for Jen. They met running a mutual errand for Jen Shaw. Well, that means she was getting money. Not that she cared about Jen. Do you really think Jen paid Lisa to run an errand? It would be insane if Lisa was doing an errand for free. That's such recency bias because normally you are 
you are on the Lisa page with me, same page. But and- this season, I this season I have not liked Lisa, and I will say like you have the perspective of saying like if you lost a ring like that, you'd be so upset you'd go home, go home or shut the fuck up and join the party. You know what I mean? It's like, and I appreciated Monica's perspective of being like, listen, I get that it's like important to you because you can't afford, but like hello there's plenty of people here who can't afford that and it's kind of like annoying and so no no I don't agree because it's still the same day like and so they're like they're not giving her like the credit of like it's literally the same day I lost this ring maybe four hours ago and I'm still trying to figure like process it and give her the the time to process it and vent about it and Monica's just a hater like, I think if Monica could afford a $58,000 ring and she lost it, she would be crying the same way that Lisa is. And shit, I I could do something that's $20 and be like, that I really loved and be like, what the fuck? Like, like I just lost that. I'm so pissed. Like, I lost an AirPod and I'm like, for two days, like, fuck India, where did you, like, looking in the same places for it, like, venting about it a million times. But like, it's not about it. the cost of the ring. It's about, we're on a group trip trying to have a good time, and you're not letting me have a good time because you can't shut the fuck up. Like, because Mary told her too, like, move on. It's insure. You know what I mean? It's, like, not the Monica part, just that. But, like, if you're that upset, and you're somebody who has to externalize everything, which we know Lisa does, because everything needs to be about, like, go to production and go complain over there or like rope one of your little friends into it rope angie k who's up your asshole into it and like go sit in a room and talk about it but like if it was me on a trip i'd be like you need to shut the fuck up or you need to go have fun because like we're having a girl's trip and you're ruining my vibe with your whining and on top of that you're rich and you like it sucks but it's insured so you're about to get a replacement just because like you dropped it in the toilet with your turd. That's not my fault. I don't know. I get the least perspective. I think Monica is just kind of trying to be, do a she lot. Can be upset, but she just needs to handle her. Like she needs to like let other people have fun. Because oh, yeah. it's fun when you're sitting like on a, when you're trapped in a group trip. Cause like, there's a lot of things I don't fuck with about group trip. Cause I've been like, I went to a bachelorette and like something bad happened one night. And I understand that like they needed to process it. But, like, then go stay in your room. Like, don't be processing it while, like, I'm trying to, like, keep going the next day and have a good time. I mean, that's fair because it's, like, okay, don't be a Debbie Downer around what I'm trying to, like, Like, that's the message is, like, she's not letting anybody else do their other thing because she's just, like, in every scene is, like, I lost my ring. I lost my ring. And I'm sorry, that Meredith outfit, that was on an outfit. That was, I'm going to the pool at Coachella. Like, what the fuck was that? The one that Meredith picked for Lisa or the one Yes. That like that is not a she going to dinner outfit. Did, no, she did that on purpose. And I am a vengeful person. And I'm like, this is not helpful to me trying like, to get over this ring shit like, because you want to pick up a spot. Trying to build off. trust. And then she's like, I'm gonna make you miserable. Cause she didn't forgive her for that uh hot mic moment. And I love it. But Lisa is forgiving her for also making accusations about their marriage, about her and John's marriage. That was her mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know once i'm blind for somebody i'm blind but before we get into salt lake city who are your poppy and poopies and then we'll talk about new york okay i <sighs> this is not recency bias at this point because i'm just in love with this bitch jessel's my poppy because justice for jessel all season okay obviously she's getting her justice being first chair i'm proud of my girl first chair 
Let's tank go, Jessel. I am a tank topper, okay? Because my poor Jessel, like, let the bitch breathe. Y'all are on her neck. I do agree with like letting her breathe for sure. Y'all are on her neck, okay? Um, and my poopy already said is John Jansen. Oh yeah, fuck John Jansen. Fuck John Jansen. I mean, I hope he used to dick her down well before he fucked her over. Probably not. He probably but uses she a pump. It was the best that he, she ever. I mean, David was probably the only. I think she probably had like one boyfriend, David, and then John. So how do you know he was the best? She's. I'm saying she claimed that she he was the Ruby, best. Ruby, have you ever had a boyfriend or someone that you loved that you were like the sex? This sex is the best I've ever had. And then after you all are done with, you're like, whoa, that dick was awful. <laughs> disgusting Woke i am ashamed clarity <laughs> i literally have been mid-stroke right, right. with a man and been like i'm never having sex with him again They're like what what am i thinking <laughs> and then two years later have sex with him again and said wow i'm having flashbacks to the last time i said i'm never having sex with you again what the fuck am i doing i will say i've never backslid so i wouldn't know if like you've never backdicked nope i backed dicked one time one I, time only like- I have to like once I'm done with something because I let it go too long once I'm done that's because I have the clarity like we're talking about and I'm like no you have to be out of your fucking mind I I would have to be at such a low point that I would need to go get treatment for something else like I mean I was look I'm an Aquarius Venus I'm on board no shade to you I'm just saying <laughs> like I'm just saying me Ruby because I feel like when I say my opinion not just to you but like to other people because I'm so like not defiant but like i'm so like clear-cut people think that it's like a judgment if they don't oh no i wasn't taking it that way whatsoever i was just i'm just saying the the wider audience being bored listen bored and i'm not not gonna say i haven't hit somebody up when i was bored but i don't follow through (laughs) (laughs) i followed through and said so this won't be happening again like nope it's not my venus placement but it's all of my other cerebral placements my brain is like, why don't you just play a little jokesies? But then the body does not follow. I know we both look at Bryn sometimes and we say, that's me. Because of y'all both having like an Aquarius rising and then me and her both have an Aquarius Venus. And yeah. so when I look at her flirtation and like the way she like just is so open about sex and like all of that, I'm like, wow, I'm really looking at myself in the mirror. <laughs> oh yeah. Bryn is definitely a spirit animal of some sort. Like- um, we both have Aquarius in our big three. And um, I think it's just like that sense of like, also like a strong sense of independence and like, just not like, cause like Aquarius too is about like not conforming, not doing like what's expected to be. Like, I find it really interesting that she has so much Aquarius. They said like, um, I think spiritual Sonia can't find her rising yet, but like she has to have some placement that wants some kind of traditional setting or it's that she's trying to convince herself she wants traditional yeah. setting like I'm very opposite from that with like I just don't like that kind of thing and so but I think sometimes Aquarius because like we're such free thinkers that sometimes we try to talk ourselves into like something that we didn't like don't right. think that we want because we're so like well let's try everything and we're so open to like you know all these different well, ways kind of like when I told you like I'm either going to go one path or the other path. Mm-hmm. And we know that I only said the other path because it's like, I'm trying to be open-minded, even though I really don't think I'm going that other path. I'm trying yeah. not to be closed off, but I'm also like, not going to convince, like I stop. I finally stopped myself 
often convincing myself I'm like that I want that deeply or like yeah. that or that it's 50 50 because it's more like 80 20 yeah so yeah you no, know who, I, um you know who else I have like um the same placement as well of course we don't have like like you said the rising signs mm-hmm. our girl Jessel she's a, Jupiter, Taurus. a Mars a Taurus Taurus and Mars I mean that's my girl do you have a Mars and Taurus Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, well, no, I'm not. asking to verify because I was like, um, we have Jupiter and Leo. So when you said Jupiter, I got confused. Yeah, not Jupiter, but uh, Mars. Um, yeah, no, I really like, I definitely dig Brynn. Like I get her vibe a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Oh, I've said this before. Unfortunately, I have similar placements to Tamara. <laughs> Yeah. She and I both have Mercury and Venus in Virgo. So how we communicate <laughs> and how we are in relationships. I think I have um, the most signs with um almost said Dorenda or Dorit. Oh, Neither one of and those. And then you know, Libra, Sun, Cap, Moon, Gen um, I'm a Gen I'm a Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm a Tamara and I'm a Brit. What's her face from Jersey? Why am I Dolores Catania? Dolores, yes. Dolo. Yeah. Double double cat. Yeah. Come on now. Okay. Um, should we get into New York? Yeah, we've already started. So let's do it. I will say, and because you're very protective of Jessel, I'm telling you, look me in the eyes. I really love Jessel, but I do wish that she like I think that the girls need to leave her be and just like let her express herself however she wants to, because I, I think Jessel is someone that like you just need to let her decide when she wants to share what. And I do relate to that concept. Like, I don't like people pushing me for stuff if I'm not ready to share it. But I do feel like sometimes she does care about what people think a little bit more, or it's like a little obvious because everybody cares to a degree. And so like, she tries to like curate a lot of the information. And so it's just like, just like let it all hang out kind of in terms of like your story. I mean, she does share a lot in other terms but i i can get where that frustration is of like you know where they're saying like she kind of wants to have another story or she wants like a certain narrative and it's like just let a little bit of control go because she does share a lot i just don't think there was any winning in that scenario because they were literally having a a trauma dumping session of like this is what I've been through. This is what I've been through. It was like, so what have you been through? And it's like if she were to have a Aaron story of like nothing. Yeah, or they she, for her. yeah they would come for her that. and if she would have said her like she said her story like they don't think of that as valid and she's trying to match their struggles and it's like just let the girl like have her own struggles and her own trauma and y'all just accept that and move the fuck on but like you said like they really wanted that from her like and it wasn't like a natural story like she told of like her at the grotto and her titties were out like it was like a okay well now I have to like share something deep and maybe I'm not ready to get like so that deep yet but I'm going to give you something that has shaped my life because I'm sorry like an Indian family that live in would they live in East Africa or Kenya or something like no I and I I really related to like how did that happen like the story of your family is also your story as well because that shapes like how you were raised And so I think it's like, they, I think they just like to parse her words in terms of like her definition of, I had nothing or her definition of like, my parents didn't give me anything. Like they're just like clinging to the words 
and like not just letting her explain conceptually like who she is and she kind of has that Dorit thing where she gets long-winded and so it's like people also get lost in the story so it's like it's like a mismatch in communication styles too I think yeah and I think size is just annoying like I thought I really wanted to like Sai, but I still like her I think because like I like everybody on the cast and I feel like what's really good about the cast is like they each fill a different kind of role you know what I mean yeah but Sai is just like she's like she's just annoying like her tropes are just really annoying at this point and when she yelled at Jessel like we were it's like, well, you sat there and told us about your mom having alcoholism. You sat there and told us about like your family and how like you like, you know, like all of this stuff about your your family issues and struggles. Like, why is it now that Jess was sharing hers in her own way that it's a problem? And I'm sorry, having there there is still no difference to me in having $20 in your bank account and having negative 400 and something. Either way, you don't have enough money. I don't like when buy. people have to one up. Yeah, like I don't like when you have to one up. Either was, way, you don't you're still broke and you don't have enough money to survive because that twenty dollars is gonna get you listen, maybe two trips all, on the subway and a McDonald's a variation of paycheck to paycheck, let me tell you, in this climate. But uh I will say though, I the only trope with side that I'm annoyed with is the food bit. But other than that, like I just like she's a Sagittarius sun Gemini moon she's Candace Dillard you know what I mean like Candace was fucking the worst for like three years and then we all started to like her so I'm just hoping they keep her on long enough for us to like see different bits and like maybe she'll chill out a little bit after seeing herself on screen I mean like okay I don't have to say the same joke 57 different ways but was weak when she I was weak when she yelled though because I was like that's a Puerto Rican came out like when you've like not that anybody's right or wrong but like when you've had it with somebody and you're just like i'm fucking sick of <laughs> like even the delivery and the intonation even though it was in english i was like that is a puerto rican person it was giving me like, but it was giving me gina yelling at bronwyn when she said like it's, it's what's the like one Bronwyn just starts like, crying what's the one where it's like i know what you're saying um but i can't remember the words she says she's like it doesn't matter, Bronwyn. And she's dressed as like the yeah. mad actor. Yeah. And nobody cares, Bronwyn. God, I used I to- I forget what the line was, but it was when Bronwyn, like, it was Listen. kind of a similar thing because Bronwyn was talking about like her kid's school and like their struggles at school and shit. And Gina's like, um, my kids go to pu- like pu- public school. They've always like, what's like, what's your issue? Like now that your kids are going to public school. I'm so mad that I can't remember. Isn't it the same? Yeah. It's not, oh, it's not all about you, Bronwyn. There we go. <laughs> I was like, just Rami. Listen, I was a casita that night. Like, I was a little casita nader that night, guys. Like, that's what I'm telling you. I have levels. I love and hate all of the Real Housewives at the same time. Because Gina v. Bronwyn is always my favorite version of Gina. Because, like, also when she's like, you're a sloppy chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> also, like the best as i've rewatched those two seasons recently like honestly bronwyn era housewives wasn't that bad when you rewatch it the only thing that was bad was when they got into covid because they were filming right as like they got like a third of the way through the season and then march 2020 so like it was just too raw bronwyn first season was great and then she just started to like get my fucking her her story is still very compelling though of like her alcoholism and her sexuality oh, yeah 
But also, so was the call out that they all do of her being like a performative ally in terms of Black Lives Matter, like accusing her of being a fake alcoholic. When Shannon exposes her for offering Stella drugs and she can't even remember because she was so drunk. Yeah. Like, that's why I said, aside from the COVID parts, that season is actually not that bad. Yeah, Anyways, you you ride for that season. I mean, I don't ride for that season. I'm just trying to like bring light to it because people try to forget about it. Okay. Trust me. I don't ride. I, the only OC seasons I ride for are season nine, like season seven through nine. I ride for on OC. Y'all okay. can that. And most scenes with Kelly Dodd. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Kelly okay. Dodd apologists. Anyways, back to New York. I screamed when Jenna's Kuka was out at the beginning of the episode. I went, oh my God. And I literally yelled, oh my God, a Kuka. Because I was so scared that they were going to show her on camera. Because like, I didn't realize, I thought it was just like the wind blew up a little bit. Well, when she turned around and they had to blur her vagine, I was like, oh, not a Kuka out at breakfast. Like, what is Jenna not wearing? She's like wearing a tiny thong that, well, you had some problems with this this week. Yeah, I wore a thong backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, Ruby, like, I, I don't, and it was, like, I wear seamless panties. Like, I don't really, unless it's, I'm on my cycle, like, then I'm granting it out. I don't care about lines. Like, I'm Hannah Burner. Rain diapers, baby. But otherwise, they're seamless. I just love a seamless feel. So when I put them on, I just went about my day. I went running errands, like, and working, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I used the bathroom and I probably used the bathroom twice already that day, but I used the bathroom this third time and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are these bathrooms? How did I have that small skinny line going up my vagine and not Not realize? (laughs) The fact that they were so, I guess like shout out to whatever brand you were wearing. If you could Victoria's Secret. (laughs) Come on, little Vicky Seeks. But like, (laughs) hilarious that she did not feel it i did not feel it at all i'm like what the fuck and then but you know the terrible part the worst part is i put those suckers back on i didn't even take them off i said oh well it's already like this i'll just (laughs) i'm not changing it the other part's already burned up my asshole like i kept them I kept them on for at least another couple hours and then I changed them before I went to my closing. <laughs> so God, it's so good. I oh literally God. said, the oh, worst, well. The worst underwear moment I've had in recent memory is um, a few years ago after I had a little too many beverages and I don't really remember like showering and changing or woke up the next morning and I didn't have them on backwards, but you know how for people who wear panties, there's three holes. I guess boxers are the same, but it's more confusing because panties are a triangle, yeah. right? You have your waist hole and then your leg holes. I like rotated it just once. So like the waist hole, like I stuck my leg through the waist hole, like sideways, you know what I'm saying? So then I woke up and I was like, why is only like a third of my vagina covered and like none of my, <laughs> and it was because like, I don't know if they were also backwards, but like, but they were sideways. I had, I had put my body through a leg hole and then 
one leg through a leg hole, but the wrong leg, and then one leg through the waist hole. Oh, Jesus. And then that was a time, you know, just as we discussed at the top of the episode, that was the time I reevaluated my relationship with alcohol. And I said, you should chill out for a couple of months. And then I went back. Blessed be, I was sober. No, not even coffee. No drugs in the system. No drugs in the system. Just literally lemon juice. Like well, my lemon juice in the morning. I always do. All right. I'll cook us out. Natural Everybody, drugs. That's our that's our kooka story. Um I'm trying to think if there was any like because this was okay. I will say this was the first episode I didn't want to rewatch all season. It was like not very good. There was just like the again cyan aaron scolding jessel for not being deep enough um they did some activities and then of course like the big story is like aaron and uba they're like in this little prank war and basically off off camera uba had thrown aaron into the pool so aaron was going to like get her back and originally she was going to throw her in the pool too and what happened is like they were out and like uba wasn't paying attention and left her phone in the sprinter Mm -hmm. van the driver hands it to aaron Aaron's like, oh, I'm just going to like hold on to it until she realizes it's missing. And that's going to be my prank. And then it became this whole scenario of like Aaron's disrespecting Uba because she stole her phone. And like Uba was very mad. And then Aaron was all mad that she was mad. What is your stance on not them, the people, but like prank wars? Does it have to be the same kind of prank? And like, would you have... Like, if you didn't notice your phone was missing for hours and then all of a sudden you did, like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know. Well, I'm not really it. It just, like, adds to the, like, you know that somebody, like, had it. Like, that production would have helped you or, like, you could find a replacement in three seconds. Yeah, you know, I'm not really a prank person. I'm not, like, that type of funny girl. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, we're the type of funny girls who wear our underwear <laughs> wrong we don't do pranks though that's where we draw the line Look, i wear my underwear backwards but i'm not like a i prank. don't play no pranks i'm just not like a prank person because i just like everyone has their different levels of like this is not right. funny everybody and, has a different boundary and yeah and i feel like with pranks often you don't know what that boundary is until someone like this sets it off and they're like right. wait no like that's not okay like aaron could have been pissed like like if some like someone threw me in the pool before a guy threw me in the pool and I like it was a party so I couldn't like be verb like outward upset but I'm like inside saying like I literally just straightened my hair like and now I have to do this shit all the way fucking over again plus I can't swim and almost fucking drown in front of a, like all these people you know like you just don't know what people's boundaries are so I'm not really a prankster um but I will say that Uba like putting her hands on Aaron. I'm sorry, no. if I w- was Aaron, I would have been going home. Like we would have scrapped her. We would have we would have been scrapping because Uba was like, she was like, like she, she had really her hands behind her, her back. Good. She was putting her body, like she had her hands, like she was about to fight. Right. Like she was in the streets. And I say that being another black girl, like hey, when you when someone puts their hands behind their back and they're like, what, what, what in your face? Like when their hands in, are behind their back, but their whole chest and their face and in your space, like personal space, you're trying to fight in your bubble. That's when I'm like, okay, like all bets are off because now you're threatening me. Like this is yeah, because a, the claim is like I have my hands behind my back because I want you to go first yeah like I want you to be the starter so I can finish it and guess what you're putting me into fight or flight mode and I'm gonna fight like Aaron might be a flighter and cry 
yes no, like this bitch it was also like it also is like match the energy of like the person you're arguing with you know what I mean because it's like how are you gonna like yeah. at, at like respectfully like a privileged white girl like that. you know what I mean like yeah she, she doesn't need that in order for you to get your point across like yeah. I, it was weird it was it was a lot like it was a lot of energy for what it was and also to be fair Uba started the pranks so mm-hmm. it's so like if you want to start playing games and then you don't like what happens because there's a difference. Like right. Somebody pushed you in the pool and you were upset, but you didn't retaliate and like do something worse. And it's like Aaron was like, OK, like we'll prank around like I like jokes, too. And it was like Uba didn't like the joke she did. But also like no one's putting your safety at risk. Like your phone was in the home. She also didn't take it. She actually got it for you because you left it in the car. Yeah, it would have been gone. If you're that deep about your phone, because also the whole argument is like, my phone is my life. It's my life. If I'm that pressed and I'm somebody like, I have that same perspective, right? Like my parents live outside of the country. Most of my family lives out, like all of my family lives outside the state. You know, like I'm somebody who like basically flies solo. Like one of my best friends is my merchant contact in the state, let alone like most of this country. Like, I understand that need to like let people know I'm okay and all that stuff right. too. But like three hours of your life, it, it's not that deep. Yeah. Nobody thought respectfully because like safety and like women, all this stuff. No one, no one was worried that they couldn't reach you in three hours. You could like, it could have just literally been solved. I've been like, girl, like you like, okay. Like I like, don't do that again. It, and said Like, Hey, this is personal to me. But like the whole silent treatment when she walked into the kitchen that morning and like really wanting to make her physical presence known and then also like make her cold shoulder known. Yeah. That's just a lot of energy for I'm part of me wonders if she was like, hey, I haven't really done anything on this season. I need to act. Like that's also like a conspiracy theorist in me. Yeah, either that or she was triggered by like something else deeper that wasn't like it's like it's And, like, granted, like, the Aaron prank of, like, stealing someone's phone, like, as a prank, that's very, like, high school. Like, it's very, like... Yeah, like, Aaron is, like, respectfully, because I like her, Aaron's kind of like a dodo, you know? Like, she... I mean, the girl doesn't know what a WAP is, you know? She, like, doesn't have sex she's toys. She's just like, in a different... Like she's just in a different tax bracket and cultural bracket. Right, yeah. Like, she grew up very wealthy you know like in a in a you know like relatively wealthy family on the upper east side a lot of stuff and she didn't like have to deal with as much hardship which she has perspective on but at the same time it's just like her level of like danger or like you know tomfoolery is really different from some of these other folks yeah but interesting too right everybody's kind of different right because at first when Aaron was like Uba was scaring her I was like okay we're not gonna take it there and then right after she said that and Uba was following this bitch around like they were on bad girls club I'm like okay so that's (laughs) in the confessional because yeah because it yeah when she first said that I was like all right bitch but then when it was like the the physical energy because Mm -hmm. like it has the height too because it's like it's not racial or cultural it's your size alone it's like when you're trying to scare a bear away like you have to make yourself look bigger you know what I mean like she yeah 
just traditional intimidation tactics. You're talking to someone who one of my favorite books is The Art of War. Like, I know when people are playing games and that's what- I had a dollar for every time you mentioned this being your favorite book. I love it so much. (laughs) I buy a new Chanel bag. (laughs) Nope. Oh, wait. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I had a thought. (laughs) Like what? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but literally like, I don't know. It was just a little bit too much. I was my favorite sign moment though, probably of the season is when she like looked at Uba and she's like drinking her coffee. And she's like, I thought you were going to go cuss Aaron out. And Uba's like, no, I'm going to go do this thing. And she's like, okay. And just like, I'll be sitting here chilling. Like, like sigh, just unbothered is the the most me energy ever. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, oh, you're gonna go fight somebody else? Okay. Again, childhood baby. Oh, these two people are gonna scrap again, and I'm gonna go read my book in the corner. Gucci. These two people being grown adults, and I'm a yeah. child. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool, love that. Can't wait for lunch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much the only thing that I have to say about that. Um, yeah. I don't have anything anymore. And then listen, Salt Lake, bitches are winning. Bling, bling, bitches is mad. Yes. Do you want to take a break and get right into it? Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Fresh start, fresh powder. All right. As we wrap up our last summer episode of 2023. (laughs) Um, I forgot. Not winter. Autumn. The autumn equinoxes next week. Friday. Oh shit, that's like in two days. Wow, guys. <laughs> we need to get this mama calendar. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot yesterday was next online. week is my birthday. I know. So fucking lit. That's why I got the giggles already. Just giggling your the rest of October away or September and October. She really needs to stop with her time timetables tonight. <laughs> she is struggling your girl has had a headache all day i had like two glasses of wine yesterday i was zooted worst kind zooted the the one wine glass headache is impenetrable and if you do not take an advil or a Tylenol or whatever pain relief medicine you prefer prophylactically the same night it will ruin the whole next day. I Oh yeah. It's worse than having half a bottle of wine. That's the crazy part. Is like if you just have one, I call it like a mini hangover. It's like the alcohol process so passed through your body and that you don't have time to address it. See, but it wasn't really one. Like if the glass is this Uh-oh. big. Okay. The glass is this big. The first time I filled it to like here. And then I was like, well, it's there's not- about a fourth of a glass. Yeah. And then sorry guys. And then I was like, well, like, let me just finish this bottle. Like, there's not much in there. Oh, that no. bitch poured up to here, up to like two thirds of the glass. Oh, so you did drink like half a bottle of wine and just didn't hydrate. Yeah. And I was like, why am I so drunk? John was like, are you going to make it through like this <laughs> this movie? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you're drunk ass. Lay not now. This movie. <laughs> Lay I on my lap. Out. You're a drunk what? ass. I was like, oh. Yeah, I've had a headache all day. My mom was like, you need to hydrate. You're dehydrated. I'm, come on, Libra sister. She knows. Um, I feel better though. I'm, I'm really nervous in anticipation of, well, we'll get, I'll talk about it later. Um, 
So okay. we open the episode at Trixie Motel, which yet again, I just, I love Trixie. So I, I'm just like happy that she's getting the airtime. I'm not happy at all the like rich straight women who are now going to like rent out the Trixie Motel for like annoying stuff. But, you know, I hope she gets her money. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, girl, get your um, money. Whitney, like, just trying to roll in with this plus one of Andrew K is just beyond. And I think it's, like, kind of, like, to me, the argument throughout the episode between Angie K and Meredith is probably, like, is fourth wall shit of, like, Angie K is, like, I'm on the cast. You can't not invite me. But Meredith is, like, technically, I can make a storyline by not inviting you. So here we go. And I also think it was super raggedy that on top of Whitney bringing somebody uninvited, she took the biggest room and like Angie K called dibs before everybody got there. But yeah, I think like I think terrible. they should have like, yeah, I also agree that's not great. Like they should have just put their bags in the main like lobby and just sat by the pool and waited for the other girls to get there before they all selected rooms. Uh, and you always let the host of the trip have, have the, the big room unless they designate someone that they think is more deserving like you know jen's going through a hard time let's give it to her or like luann's getting married or getting divorced or getting sober let's give her the yeah <laughs> not the reason to get the best room the trifecta look. and the moment she doesn't they're like babe you're just one of us you're yeah. going to the lower level <laughs> but then um my favorite like you know, maybe Mary is my poppy of the week because <laughs> I love it. It was like, Mary, come sit with us. And Mary's like, please don't speak to me. She's like, please don't talk to me like that. And she was like, please just let me be over here. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and we'll get into the game. But like when she was like, I don't think people will know that I'm a loner. And they just like flash. They could have flashed back, honestly, to the whole first two seasons of the show. They could have, yeah, yes, when she's her in, yeah, duh, everyone knows you're a loner. <laughs> I guess, like, her implication is, like, I'm, like, a People priest. in her congregation yeah. don't think that she's a loner because she's so performative and expressive there and, like, engaging with people, but then it's, like, when you're at home, you're that person. Yeah, for sure. And so, anyway, like, they set up the room thing, and then Meredith is, like, starting the trip, and I feel like this trip is the most, like, production plan this like I didn't have any say like not any say in it but like I don't think Meredith actually wanted to try to do anything she was like I'm just gonna claim ownership over the trip but like one of you PAs needs to put this together because the like trust building theme the fact that they're gonna go to like some random ass stores in Palm Springs because also like respectfully Palm Springs is just not like a destination for activities outside. yeah like, lounging and swimming and drink like it's a very like easygoing kind of place right and so it's just like production had to make these up so they were like this is a trust building trip and as part of the trust building we're gonna make partners and pick each other's outfits and like Meredith is like trying to do her like intellectual uh like defense in her confessional she's like picking your clothes to wear every day is just such a personal choice and so you really have to trust someone to pick that for you. It's like, what? <laughs> why does it sound like Barney talking about clothes? And like, secondly, it's not that deep. Um, but yeah. I love that they like did all the partners shopping. And then when it was flashed to Angie, it goes Angie and herself. <laughs> I just could not. And then when Mary was, was in that store, like, shh, to Angie every time she would talk, like, shh. <laughs> 
Mike. <laughs> I lo- I do love like if when given the opportunity, I think younger me definitely did that where it's like if I don't like someone, I do like to make it known that like everything they're doing is wrong. Yeah. And so I definitely relate like the petty in me relates to that. But I just wrote the hostility of the white women choosing these outfits for each other. Cause when those four, cause like they kind of sent Mary and Monica off on their own because it's like they really are the core four, like yeah. Weather and Lisa and Meredith. When they each came out in their outfits, I said, This is bullying. This is systematic bullying, as Kelly Ben Simone defined. I feel like the only two people who looked good was Monica, and I did like Heather's jacket. Like I thought the jacket was cool, but not on her. Not on her. Yeah, I'm sorry, but no, I'm not gonna say that. That was really rude. I'm not gonna say that. Um, I was gonna say something really rude. I was like, just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um, we've done too much tonight already. We're like we're ridiculous tonight but it's fun it just it it wasn't great on her but it was a good jacket um but the rest of their outfits i'm like Mm-mm. the the whitney outfit was weird the lisa outfit i was crying because that was so off. like that is what i would do like even if it was my friend like if it's like we're picking outfits for each other in a like costume thrift shop place i'm going to pick the most ridiculous like that's half of the fun to me um not to go to dinner like if they were going to like a drag show or like you know somewhere like where like it's cool you know what I mean where you can wear that kind of stuff but the bitch was literally wearing a gypsy sarong it was so funny and a fucking see-through like star top like she was going to a band's warp tour it was funny (laughs) I don't know why Lisa would, wasn't like, um, so we're, I'm not going to dinner like this. Like, let's pick up a different outfit. Well, she like, tried to. I would have been like, mm, okay, I'm going to put on my original outfit. I'm such a crybaby in this episode. I was tired of her. Or I would have just taken my white shirt since I was like what she was wearing and put the sarong over like the bottom part. And But she just- put the jacket, she put the white jacket over her. Like she tied it around her waist when they went to dinner. I wouldn't have worn that star shirt out. No, thanks. Nice. it just looks like you said it looks like something you wear to a concert and i would have been like ruby you're being shady as fuck change my outfit immediately and then i would have been like no just because you were a chump and didn't think of but no things. i would have peeped what you were picking out for me and i would have picked out something 10 times worse for you exactly like, and that's why we're fun you're going out in a in a backwards thong and i would have, I have a- it my way <laughs> well we can't show our pink parts at dinner so <laughs> no <laughs> but i would like I would happily like if we're all intentionally just dress- dressing ridiculous together I'm like yeah and if I have the money to pay for this check or I'm a real fucking housewife yep I'm gonna eat dinner in my ridiculous ass outfit and y'all can yeah. see and I want 30 shrimp cocktails just for me thank you so much I'm on an all <laughs> diet um and then fucking Angie with her Greek dress I was like this bitch says Greek more than I say Puerto Rican I said, if this is how annoying I sound to all of you, please just like cut me off. I mean, if like, you start saying, here's the Spanish word of the day, I'm cutting you off. But I won't even, I'll be like, here's a Puerto, I'm going to say, here's a bad bunny lyric of the day. <laughs> you just said, I'm going to beat that pussy up in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody say it together. Vamos a beat the pussy up. 
<laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I feel like you're going to write a list of words I can't say on this show anymore. <laughs> I mean, dick is the number one. Every time you say dick now, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Recency bias. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's recency bias. It's trauma. <laughs> Actually, yes. Trauma <laughs> bias. No one hurt me, guys. Because <laughs> that sounds really dark when we say trauma and dick. I mean, you just say um, dick so strong. You're just like, dick, 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 dick. Like you say with like a hard D and a hard K, dick. Oh, things I didn't know about myself. I'm just like, today. ooh, today aggressive. You're <laughs> How do you say that word? Dick. Okay. But I don't even really say dick. I say, unless I'm like, stop being a dick. I normally am like penis or no, I don't know what I say when it comes to like the male body I just, part. I was just saying more like the pronunciation. And it just comes out of your mouth like dick. <laughs> your face. Like say dick. I don't want to anymore. You say dick. Work. Dick aggressive dick 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 aggressive i okay <laughs> anyways <laughs> sound bite for the ages um, <laughs> fucking angie in her greek dress i couldn't and the greek word of the day and how it had to be about fake and like she just like came in with an agenda and it was like way too obvious she's just not fun like there's nothing fun or easy about her and so it's just like hard to get on her side. But I I would like a moratorium on let's play a game on a dinner or a group trip or whatever. It's like just talk. Like y'all can't have like an organic conversation that then like someone weaves in the pot stirring. You know what I mean? And then it's always the same game, but a different name. So then they were like warm and fuzzy or cold and prickly, which talk about dick. That sounds really weird. I don't like that cold and prickly. It's just uh, like, that's not a game that you play over like a casual like dinner. Like that's a game you play in front of a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And oh, the other one I didn't like is when they were like, talk about something no one knows about the other person. (laughs) And what were they saying? Meredith said, I went to Palm Springs as a child. Whitney said she likes to write. Heather said she liked birds. I screamed. Like, it was a little too obvious of a grab. Like, Monica doesn't have nuance, but I was weak when she was like, hey, I fucked my brother-in-law. Just like, okay. We're just going to throw that out there. But I was weak. Even Mary was was like, okay. No, Mary said, I wrote down Mary's reaction. Mary wrote, cheers to that. And I was like, Mary, honestly, Mary might actually be my poppy of the week because she was she was doing her friend of work. She didn't really someone was- say like, keep her away from your husband's. Probably. <laughs> I was like half watching like while trying to like wrap things up because I was behind. But I don't know. It was it was a lot of the games. And then like, as we talked about already, Monica and Lisa fight about the ring. And then I don't really like. I don't understand. And I think that's like the point of the end of the episode is like, nobody understands why Angie K got Meredith to a place that like Meredith went off. Like Meredith was giving Lindsay Hubbard, like don't get me activated. And it was, yeah, I was for every moment of it. Like 
I don't even know what she was saying. Like, I have to rewatch it at some point because I was so confused by like how the levels changed so quickly in her. But I was also obsessed with it at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I just love you can leave. She was clearly wasted because the fact that she went up to the waiter and was like, I need this woman escorted from the table. First of all, I there's never a dinner where someone is like escorted from the table. Like, please. Well, please. I understand. Was three sheets. I, at her, they were all three sheets to the wind, but Heather no, and Meredith. We'll get to that. But I will say like, the thing is, is I do understand when you tell someone like they need to go and they don't do it. And you're like, no, you don't understand. Like it's not an option. I mean, it's different because they're on the TV show, right. And they're on a girl's trip together. But like, I've been to that place with someone where I was like, I've said like, get out of my car. And they thought I was joking. And I literally had to yell like five times. Like you have to get out of my car right now. I mean, but your car is your personal space. That's like saying like, please leave my house. But we're yeah. at a public dinner place. You're not going to bully me off this fucking table. On her trip, though. I don't give a fuck. You're not going to bully me off this table. You know that I'm, like, no, the- I'm saying, you know, I ride for the people I ride for. I'm like, no, this is this makes sense. But yeah, <laughs> I do find it interesting, though, that like Meredith is like hammering Angie K down and neither Lisa nor Whitney, who are supposedly the Angie K allies, are taking up for Angie K. They just like let it happen. I mean, Lisa tried. Lisa but tried like, later, but it was way later. Like when she, when Meredith was getting security, that wasn't security. Um, I mean, but in that case, it's like we know that the bitch isn't leaving the table. So what am I? I'm not. I'm gonna let you go over there and be an idiot to the waitress and the waiter and be like, hey, they need to leave the table. Like whatever. You know, it's I feel like Monica was the one that was like not. like she was like making it worse like stop angie k stop and i'm like no let angie k like say her piece because obviously like there's some beef there and she made some points oh i i knew it was bad like the thing about meredith and i can relate is like it's one of those unless you know what they're like drunk they don't really look drunk it's when they start saying things and they're not making sense then you're like oh they're drunk but if but uh yeah all the accent work was wild but like when mary was like meredith you're unreal because like mary is like mm-hmm. as close to friends as meredith and mary can have friends like they are like allies at least she was like meredith you're unraveling a little bit like you're losing it so she did even mary was trying to look out for her which means it was bad i'm bad she was like meredith shouldn't have had that last drink <laughs> yes i was like oh my god that poor waiter chad was like uh i'll i'll do my best aka like uh, there's nothing i can do (laughs) i mean when heather was ordering all the espresso martinis at dinner i got very triggered because and i think i've told you this before that like when i was in bali this spring we had like all these wonderful meals and everything was like GF and safe. Cause like my other friend has celiac and our friend who, whose wedding we were at, she like would tell all, you know, talk to all the servers of like what they needed to do for like food preparation and stuff to keep us like from getting sick. But I think what happened was the last night we just had mixed too many foods and drinks where it's like, it's not an alcohol thing. And it's not an allergy thing. It's just like when you put too much in your stomach, mm-hmm. you just get sick. But both Taylor and I got sick who are the two people with allergies 
And I don't know why, but I had like, I just imprinted that the espresso martini we had was too bitter or too sweet. Like there was something in the flavoring of it that like, I was like, that's what made us sick. And I have not had an espresso martini since like April 3rd. Yeah. I love espresso martini, but I like once martinis like sneak up on you. When you associate something that makes you sick, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, can't have it. But um, martinis do sneak up on you. Like you could have two. I don't. I don't drink any regular ones because it's, it's too alcoholy for me. It's the regular ones with like I'm not an olive juice person anyway. Like I'm not a dirty martini person. I'm a lychee martini and espresso martini, like some type of flavored teeny. But they sneak up on you still because there's so much alcohol in it, and it's such a little glass that yeah. like you're like, oh, this is good. It's delicious. And then you have two, and you're like three sheets to the wind. So I can't imagine having five espresso coffee that's like a, alcohol you are like that's like red bull and vodka when we were that's in like dorinda always said she said two martinis are great martinis are like boobs two are perfect and three are too many yeah literally um um then they get in the sprinter van they're going home and i love that mary was like these girls don't even argue well that was like the most libra statement she's ever said <laughs> she's like they're not even good at arguing and i love when she basically like very calmly read Whitney to filth, she was like, you're not sincere. I don't know who Whitney is. Like, I don't know what you've got going on, but like, you're full of it. Grow up. <laughs> oh, who you Grow are. up. Yes. That was when she said, you that. called me a pornography. I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> That's when she lost me. But, <laughs> but I did write, you need to grow up because I love that. Like Whitney was like, that's offensive. I'm like, how does that, how's that offensive? like calm down um and then everyone gets out and heather's like oh no what i was gonna allude to was i'm ready for as we know like i'm that basic that's like it's a birthday month but it's like we know i just have so much planned that like i'm gonna be out every weekend for the next four weeks i am ready to be heather not at the end but like the scene before when she was like she is gone. S H E W A S T E D. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I said that's supposed to be my mood from September 23rd through October 21st or 2nd. Whatever Libra season is, that's going to be the mood. <laughs> I literally took a that's picture of Heather part. at the table because she was wearing <laughs> a baseball cap and it ended up to the side at one point. And she's just like looking and like looking around, like all drunkenly. I was well. like, She's not well. Not well. (laughs) That mom is not well. And then, um, when at the end, when it's just her and Whitney, and she's like, "I don't feel good," and she's like, "Close the door." The driver's face, like, "Oh no!" She was like, "Am I legally allowed to close this door?" And then when she threw up, and Whitney starts banging. (laughs) First of all, you dumb fuck. I'm sure you can open it from the inside, (laughs) but I would have never. If I was Whitney keeping somebody company, knowing that they were going to get sick, I would have never let them close in the first place. I said, I'll stay with you if we can keep it open. But if you want to close it, I have to go because I know better. The smell of that vomit. Oh, fuck. No, I'm nobody's friend when vomit is involved. Let me tell you something. That's me and poop vomit. I'm not really bothered by, but poop. Oh, that's not an option. That's not an option. I mean, anybody's dog poop, baby poop, my poop no no vomit is way worse like other people's i mean but also i'm sorry heather was like i i can't leave 
I can't walk. I'm like, I'd be like, bitches, y'all better carry me out of here because I'm not vomiting. I'm because once you vomit, you know, like once you like succumb and you wave the white flag to your drunkenness, you're not getting up. Like you need like a football team to get you to where you're, you, you know, like to walk you where you need yeah. to go. Like you literally have to like, I think in my brain, like it's a trap race. And I'm like, okay, I'm almost to the finish. Production had to take her. Production had to take her. And shoo. That was ugh, disgusting. Wait, he's like, like, sympathy thrower. <laughs> uh-uh. I feel really badly. I remember one summer I lived in DC and I got out of control and I was throwing up and someone tried to help me and she was like, oh no, I'm going to throw up. Like she was like dead sober, but she was like just the sight and sound of my vomit. She was like up by the bathroom sink, like, oh God, I have to throw up too. <laughs> I felt so badly. One time. I Carol. <laughs> One time I got really drunk um, the night before. I don't know what me and John were doing. This was before we were officially together. And his friend picked us up because we were going to brunch <clears throat> for his friend's birthday. And I remember just being in the backseat like, I got to vomit so bad. I'm going to wait. Like, oh, I can hold God. it. I can yeah. hold it so I get into the, into the restaurant bathroom. Like, I got this. So I'm opening up the window, just like fanning myself. Like, okay, just no one talked to me. Let me close my eyes and just focus. We get out the car and I'm like, nope, I can't. I like go behind the car and I open my legs because I had on like a brand new pair of like Gucci sneakers and I open up my legs and I'm just like vomiting my brains out. And John like holds my hair. He's like, you're doing so great. <laughs> like, I can't believe like you like remember to like, op- like, you know, like you didn't like even get thrown on your shoes. I'm like, absolutely not. I'm still a material girl at the end of the day. We can <laughs> do both. <laughs> Guys, I started drinking coming out of my mouth because my eyes are like I'm just trying to stay still in like literally like split legs just vomiting in a way that would keep me from getting it on my clothes and my shoes and then Ruby I go in that their brunch and I started drinking immediately afterwards and I was like wow I feel so much I had Bellinis and I felt that's disgusting great that's awful. I just got chills throughout my entire body. <laughs> I just got the fucking chills. <laughs> like I <laughs> have tears because I just gagged when you were describing that. Woo! I don't like that. I will say, Lord, my prayer for Libra season is please protect me from any kind of vomiting, any other uncontrollable bodily functions. Um, I pray you protect me from problematic penis because I'm banned from saying the D word. Um, what else? I just want to get close to what Heather was getting to, but not get there. And or if you just feel yourself getting there, just the cat mom hat. start throwing it up. Like if I feel like I'm getting too drunk and I don't want to be that, I go in the bathroom, I throw up whatever the last shot I had was. Oh no, I don't drink. like drink. I just don't like throwing up. Oh, I'd, rather, I'd rather literally shit my brains out for seven hours then throw up like the sensation of throwing up grosses me out the feel like everything it makes me want to die I don't mind it if I know that it's necessary to make me feel better like one time I was at Dreyas in Vegas I, I don't pull the truth I don't and I literally like threw up in a bucket and like an, like you know like the like what they bring the alcohol to the sections and I in front of the bouncer I'm like 
and I just throw up so quietly. He was like, wow, like you are the quietest like puker I've ever met. Like he couldn't even like kick me out. He couldn't even be mad because he's like, wow, like props, like you handled your business like in private without anyone looking at you and like just kept kept the show going. Like the show must go on. I am a great throw upper. (laughs) But you still got vomit mouth. I am. I like put a gum in my mouth and started, you know. Not her trying to come up with an all. If y'all saw her face. Put gum in my mouth. I don't remember. I was drunk. I put gum in my mouth. Nah, her pukey mouth was everywhere and nobody noticed because they were all black out. And they were like, what's that smell? And then she's like, I don't know. I mean, a lot of things happened that night. So, I mean, a lot of worse things You have to imagine somebody, a bouncer at Dre's probably sees someone throw up every three hours. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's like, here's another one. And then tosses it in the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Like, here's another throw up bucket. But this one was quiet. And like, that's what you have to think about when you go out to these places, people. Do you know how many people have puked in the things that you're putting in your mouth? That's all I'm going to say. That's just like a Vegas story, period. I mean, the the bottles, I mean, unless you're licking the bottle, like, or like, don't eat the, the ice in the But you know, I mean, people clean stuff, but I'm just saying it doesn't feel, it's like when you go to a hotel, I don't drink out of the glasses. Like if there's a plastic cup that's wrapped in plastic, I will use that, but I will not, I don't know. You know me and You know, I've worked in a lot of restaurants and bars, so I know the ins and outs of cleanliness. Yeah, exactly. Some places are not clean for sure. Well, I guess on that lovely note, it's our episode. Ruby, your birthday's next week. Wait, am I I recording by myself next week? Because your birthday is literally two weeks. (laughs) Because (laughs) I have, I will be traveling for funsies next week and then I'll be traveling for work the next week. Because you know what? Bitches are in demand, baby. Wow, guys. Um, I hope you love my voice because here we go. Ruby's going to be in Los Angeles rolling and around with the homies. Now be on a rampage. Homies. Shout out to Brittany Murphy. Um, yeah. Sound like me when I say the D word. What? You like give me such a deep voice every time you're like, you like to say dick. I'm like, I'm sorry. When did I grow one? Dick. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, guys, next time you hear me, I'll be a 33. It's a Jesus year. Happy Jesus year. Uh, You're really giving Gina right now. I know. I'm giving, I'm trying to give Jersey. I'm trying to give like Paulie D. Then she wonders why people think she's from New Jersey. And she sounds like a Broadway. It's not all about you, Bronwyn. But next week, it'll be all about me, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I'm going to go be a fucking scholar for... Oh, I ruined that by saying it like that. But anyway, I'm going to go be a scientist. as I A dick I'm scientist? I mean, every day I'm trying to be a dick scientist. But <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could make the title a dick music. scientist. <laughs> What was the other thing I said today? Scientists of life. Yeah, that one. I live my life in a very scientific manner. Um, analytical, experimental, prover. Mm. <laughs> <Whoops>. mm. 
Lost it. Work on that last one. Whoops. <laughs> proven results. Yeah. Resulter. Consistent. Manager. Results. Manager of data. Exporter. Importer. Writer. Okay. Writer. When your friend Justin was like, look, you're going to trigger Ruby. She's going to tell you all about your girl. <laughs> lunch. He's nobody's friend. <laughs> I know that. Well, I was like, Justin, if you only knew how many times this bitch scolds me about my eating habits. And he's like, same. I don't tell, he's lying to you because (laughs) he is, he's the most neurotic dietitian ever. In fact, he was probably judging it and was like, I'm just going to blast Ruby instead because (laughs) he's always like audioing me about like, oh my God. And then this is what was served at the party. And it's like, who's eating that porky pig? Like, Miss Justina. <laughs> no one is all I'm gonna say. He is raggedy. He is raggedy, Andrew. That's all I'm gonna say about my friend Justin. I wonder if he's going to homecoming. I need to ask him. Probably not because he likes to pretend he hates William and Mary and then he likes to act like he loves it when he's around other William and Mary people. He's a fake. Fraudulina. <laughs> but no, maybe he will. I don't know. I feel like he would have told me by now, but whatever anyways um like we said last episode of ruby being 32 like follow subscribe follow us on instagram and x formerly known as twitter india was hitting it with those blow deck down under tweets this week it was so good i was the way for culver under india's back was amazing (laughs) Over 150 people said like, two people bookmarked. <laughs> I was on a rampage. Over like... being a little cheapskate was doing numbers. <laughs> I was like, speaking of dick scientist, like I kind of relate to Jamie because I too would have been like, screw it. Let me go make out with this guy that I actually think is cute. Who wasn't it? When around. Culver was like, he pulled out the starfishes and was like, See, I collected these on the day that we got together. You can keep yours. Here, take your starfish. I'm like, what are these sympathy-ass starfish over? Like, what does this have to do with anything? Like, he's not well. He is not well. And Jamie's asked, like, because five seconds before she's sitting there, like, telling Luca, like, oh, what happened last night? Ha, ha, ha. Like, knowing what happened and then was like, wait. So bad. She needed to just own it. I will say, I'm that's where I do defer from her. It's like, I will do bad things. And I'll be like, yeah, I did it. When the yeah. producers were like, <laughs> cause of course Culver's like, she's so hot. I'm going to try to make things work with her. She's so hot and she's so unbothered by me. I'm going to try to make things work with her. And the producer's like, so why did you leave with him? If that's how you feel. She's like, I mean, can't, I didn't, I didn't really tore him down. <laughs> I also like my theory too is, Like with how irregular their jobs are and their lives are, maybe she was like, maybe he has, because I can't say that word anymore, a good, oh, like a decent enough, like we said, sometimes it's not good in retrospect, but like when you're getting the stroke for a little bit consistently, it's like, why not get a couple more rounds in? Because I don't know the next time I'm getting it. That's kind of what I think she did. I mean, Culver's dick must be all right that word yeah it must be all right (laughs) (laughs) um because she kept going you know what i mean so it couldn't have been that bad i'm not saying he's that great but like again if you're not getting it for a while 
and then you get some you're like well I don't know the next time like I don't know when I'm gonna see Luca so I might as well keep going over here for 10 more days and get a road trip out of it that's his karma for playing around with Bertini and Zarina yeah yep what goes around comes around goes around comes and goes away back around um anyway like we said follow us on instagram follow us on x um more importantly follow us on spotify or apple Podcasts. rate us five stars because you know you love everything we talked about today if you made it this far and yeah just rate us and talk about how great our game is yeah we really appreciate it otherwise anyways Besos. Adios, Virgo season. I will see you guys next week. You hurt me down bad. India's going to do great on her solo. I'll make them quick. (laughs) I'm not going to say my thoughts. Today, my friend Kelly was like, like, you literally can, like, talk. Like, you talk the most out of anybody I know. And I'm like, I guess so. I'm like Mary. People don't know that I'm a loner because I talk so much in my public-facing life anyway (laughs) two poodles adios